0: Cattle futures rallied last week, but started this week softer. Cattle feeders are looking for ways to assess calf and feeder cattle prices more objectively. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly calf News Price Point podcast for the 7th of June, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals To maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the markets. Cattle futures rallied last week, supported by recent widespread rains boosting pasture conditions in some areas, planning progress taking some steam out of corn futures, and some thinking the price lows are in or near. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $6.23 higher week to week on Friday, as corn futures closed an average of 40.3 cents lower in the front six contracts. However, Feeder cattle started this week an average of $1.32 lower on higher corn tied to Russia's weekend destruction of a major grain export terminal in the southern part of Ukraine. The futures market has begun to regain some optimism for feeder cattle heading through the summer, as it should, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He explains the number of cattle placed on feed from December through April was 2.4% more, or 229,000 head more than the same five months the previous year. Given the smaller calf crop in 2021 compared to 2020, Griffiths says the increase in cattle on feed is even more significant, meaning even fewer cattle to place in the coming months, which should provide feeder cattle a boost moving through the summer and into the fall. Cash, calf, and feeder cattle prices were regionally mixed last week, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Steers and heifers sold 7 to $9 a weight higher in the north-central region and steady to $3 higher in the south-central region, except for $3 lower on steers weighing 500 to 600 pounds. Prices were steady to $4 lower in the southeast. AMS analysts point out trade volume was lighter than a typical week due to Memorial Day. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices faltered last week. They were two dollars lower on a live basis in the Southern Plains at 135 dollars hundredweight, steady to a dollar lower at 139 to 140 in Nebraska, and steady to a dollar lower at 140 to 141 in the Western Corn Belt. Dress prices were one to two dollars lower in Nebraska at 222 dollars, and steady to five dollars lower in the Western Corn Belt at 222 dollars. The five-area weighted average direct-fed steer price last week was a dollar lower on a live basis at $138.07 a hundredweight. The average steer price of the beef was $2.10 lower at 2 dollars 89 Griffith points out the cash price continues to trade at a premium to June live cattle futures, but the cash price direction last week suggests cash prices want to decline to the futures instead of the other way around. He adds that it's important to understand that the futures market price is essentially attempting to determine a price on a specific day, and that specific day is the day that the particular contract expires, or the last week of June, in the case of the spot month. Live cattle futures closed an average of $1.96 higher week to week on Friday. They softened mostly an average of $0.57 on Monday. Choice box beef cutout value was $1.84 higher week to week on Friday, at $267.26 hundredweight. Select was $3.52 higher at 250.02. Remember, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together, from pasture to plate. We are connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals to maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at USRSB.org. Total cow slaughter through the first 20 weeks of this year was 6% more than last year, according to the Livestock Marketing Information Center in the latest Livestock Monitor. According to LMIC analysts, the U.S. has processed about 150,000 more cows than the same time in 2021, with beef cow slaughter the primary driver averaging more than 75,000 head per week this year compared to last year's 65,000 head and driven by drought and higher input costs. LMIC analysts note the current pace of beef cow slaughter implies an annual reduction in the national beef cow herd of more than 2%. Finally this week, cattle feeders and other industry stakeholders would like to see the feeder cattle market become more objective in its pricing methods, according to a recent survey conducted by the Red Angus Association of America. Specifically, respondents to the survey believe the current emphasis on hide color needs to be replaced. According to Tom Brink, CEO of the association and administrator of the survey, these results portray the sentiment of the cattle feeding sector and many others involved in the beef industry. He explains the logic of moving in the direction they desire certainly makes sense. A market that rewards objective value characteristics above superficial traits sends a strong signal for real improvement in feeder cattle quality and value. Survey respondents say that market emphasis on a black hide did help the beef industry improve historically, leading to higher quality feeder cattle. However, survey data indicates 92% want changes for the future. Price discovery using specific genetic and genomic information on individual groups of feeder cattle that can lead the industry in the direction of consistently better feeder cattle quality. For instance, Stacy McCaslin of Palo Duro Feeders at Groover, Texas says, going in the direction of genetics would be beneficial for producers and cattle feeders, it would open doors for both. According to the survey, cattle feeders want pricing decisions based on value-oriented, objectively determined attributes such as the genetic potential for growth, efficiency, and carcass performance. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 7th of June, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.